We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you listen. But in Isaiah chapter 54, verses 8 and 9, it says that this is the covenant that God has made with us that He would never be angry with us nor rebuke us. How many times have you heard somebody stand up and say, Man, I disobeyed God. I didn't give when I was supposed to. Have. Didn't do this. And God was angry. And God just made me miserable. All of us have heard people get up and give testimonies like that. But the Bible says, that there will he will never be angry with us nor rebuke us now the Lord will show us things in our life that are wrong but never for the purpose of condemnation making you feel unworthy it's because he loves us so much that he won't leave us the way we are He'll say, this needs to improve. Satan is going to destroy you. You're going to lose your job through this. You could lose your marriage if you don't change. But it'll always be a positive ministry of the Holy Spirit. Not a condemning. It will never be condemnation. Jesus never condemns you. He's not angry with you. Nor will he rebuke you is what it says in Isaiah chapter 54. And there's many other scriptures that go along with this. The church has basically imputed this condemning ministry to the Holy Spirit. And it's inaccurate. It's, a, it's an inaccurate representation of him. Matter of fact, I have a teaching based on John chapter 16. Verses 7 through 11. And it's talking about the positive ministry of the Holy Spirit. And it completely puts a brand new spin on all of this. But most people think the Holy Spirit's the one that's making them condemned and feeling miserable. And guilty. No, he's not. It's the law. It's your own conscience doing it. And the devil will condemn you too. But God is not condemning you. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. 
Na yeka tonda ye talikusariru musango kubanga agamba wano mubarumi munane muntikale kakano tevali yiko musango abali mukristu yesu. But if you don't follow God na ye wobanga togobele deka tonda and seek him, God won't condemn you. There's no condemnation from him, but there is condemnation. No munonya. It'll come from other people. It'll come from the society that you live in. You know, if somebody was to listen to what I'm saying right here and say, man, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no judgment. There, nothing, you know, God loves me. In spite of who I am, not because of who I am. And so, because of this, I'm going to go out and drive 100 miles an hour in a 30-mile zone. Did you know why? God will not condemn you. God is not going to make you feel miserable. God will tell you to slow down. Because you could get a ticket, but you could also kill somebody else. You could kill yourself. It's dangerous. He will show you it's not wisdom. But he won't do it in a condemning way. There won't be any condemnation from the Lord, but there can be condemnation from other people. A policeman could pull you over. And the whole time that he's writing you a ticket and saying, what's wrong with you? You lost your mind driving 100 miles an hour in a 30-mile zone? And the whole time he's writing you a ticket and that you're losing money? And all of this, did you know what? God will not be condemning you. But the police will be condemning you. Or if you hit a tree, or if you hit a person, or if you run into another car. And you get hurt, somebody else gets hurt, it's going to cost you money. It's going to possibly put you in the hospital, it could possibly kill somebody else. So you could spend life in prison for, uh, you know, a negligent homicide. Uh, and you, the whole time you're sitting in your prison cell, God will love you. 
and tell you that I'm not condemning you. I love you in spite of what you did. And he won't condemn you, but you could be condemned by society. By your insurance company, by your mate. You can go out and live in strife, and you know what? God will still love you. But your mate might divorce you if you just continue to live that way. There is condemnation. And so it's accurate to say that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. To walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. If you would just follow the Lord and let God live through you. Let your born again spirit dominate. You wouldn't get condemnation from anybody, not from God or from man. But if you go out and do things that are wrong, you'll get condemnation from man, but not from God. God is not going to condemn you. Boy, this is nearly too good to be true news. You thought that every time you do something wrong, that feeling of shame and... Embarrassment and I, I know I'm wrong. You have been crediting that to the Holy Spirit. Let me turn over to 1 John and read this passage to you. If you haven't seen this, this will just astound you. It says in 1 John chapter 3, and in verse 18, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. This is an amazing statement right here. Most people think, well, now wait a minute. If I was doing wrong, was right. If I was of the truth. If I was doing right, I just automatically have assurance. No. This says you have to assure your heart. It's not just automatic. You have to convince yourself. You have to assure your heart. And look at this in verse 20. If our heart condemn us, 
God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Kubalabagama Murwabili, Ntimubulichigambo, Omutima Gwafe, Bogutu Salida, Okutu Singa, Kubanga Katonda, Asinga Obukuru, Omutima Gwafe, Elatu Tegera Vyuna. Notice, if our heart condemn us, not if God condemns us, Njagalulabe Agamba, Omutima Gwafe, Jogutu Salida, Sosi Katonda Chatu Salida. If our heart condemns us, Agamat Emutima Gwafe, Jogutu Salida. God is greater than our heart. Katonda asinga obukuru omutima gwafe. And he still loves us regardless of what we're feeling. Era ye asigala atwagala ngojeko emplira jetwe ulira mu. Regardless of when we've been taught that this feeling of condemnation ngojeko and in unworthiness and oh God how could you love somebody like me we've attributed that to the Holy Spirit and thought it was the Holy Spirit that was making us feel this way but no, it's your own heart that's doing it. And even though you are condemned, God is not condemning you. He's greater than your heart. He knows all things. He knows that he's placed all of your judgment upon Jesus. And he knows that he loves you and God is not condemning you. Even when you are condemning yourself. In verse 21, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. So, if you are under this religious teaching that this feeling of shame and condemnation is from God, it's the Holy Spirit making you miserable. Well, then you won't have any confidence. But if you would just follow the Lord and walk with Him, God is not going to condemn you and your own heart won't condemn you. If you'll just do what's right, and then you'll have confidence when you stand before the Lord. Instead of this feeling of shame and condemnation. This is huge what I'm saying right here. The average Christian lives in condemnation. They live with a sin consciousness. You know, I was listening to a teaching by Peter Lord one time. Some of you know who that is. And and uh, when I was in the Baptist church, Peter Lord was just radical. 
Yabu inalinga nchari mukanisa yechi baptisti omuami ono Peter Lodi halimu saja ayogira ebigambe ebikankana. He was preaching a lot of these same things about no condemnation. Anyway, one time he got up in front of his church. He pastored in Florida. He was a Baptist pastor. And he got up in front of his church. And he says, how many of you have sinned this morning? This was in the early service, like 8.30 or 9 o'clock in the morning. How many of you have sinned today? And nearly every person in the church raised their hand. Including his wife. And so he turned to his wife and he says, what have you done? He says, I want to know what have you done? And she said, well, I can't think of anything, but I just know that I fail all of the time. And what he was doing was illustrating that, see, that most people just live with a sin consciousness. If you were to say, well, what have you failed in today? Well, I don't know, but I just know that I constantly fail. You know what that is? That's condemnation. Feeling of unworthiness that I'm unfit for use. You may not even be able to put your finger on anything specific, but you just know that you aren't the person that you're supposed to be. That's condemnation. And if you really understood the gospel, and if you understood that John 4.24 says God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit, and in truth, in your spirit you are righteous, you are clean. You are pure. And instead of having a sin consciousness, you would have a righteousness consciousness. You know, I just did a Bible study last night and somebody asked this question, how do you get rid of a sin consciousness? And the simple answer is, 
you become righteousness conscious. Instead of sitting here and condemning yourself under the law, the law brought sin alive. The law made you guilty. The law gave you knowledge of sin. The law focuses your attention on your failure. There's not your successes. And instead of living under the law, you need to get into the new covenant. Into the book of Romans and the truth about the gospel. And find out that there is no condemnation, that God's not mad at you. He's not even in a bad mood. Man, God loves you. God has cleansed you. All of his judgment. Against your sin was placed upon Jesus. There is no judgment, no condemnation against you from God. Does this mean that you can just go live in sin? Well, it means you could live in sin, and God's not going to judge you or condemn you if you were truly born again. He's already judged that sin in Jesus. God's not going to judge you, but people will judge you. Society will judge you. You can go out and rob a bank. An old time that you're sitting in your prison cell, rotting away for years because of what you did, you could have no condemnation from God. He'll be loving you, but men will condemn you and you'll have to pay the whole price. Man, this is powerful what I'm saying. There is no condemnation from God, but does this mean that you go live in sin? No, it man, you get so excited, you get so set free. That now you start letting God live through you and you will live holier accidentally than you ever did on purpose before once you understand that there is no condemnation towards you who are in Christ Jesus. That's awesome.
But then religion comes along and uses the law. And most Christians are living a life of condemnation. Just feeling unfit, unworthy to approach God. If you come before God and you say, oh God, I'm so unworthy. God, I failed you. God, I'm so sorry. I just come before you humbly. I beg your mercy. You know what you are? You're condemned. Now it is true that you are unworthy. None of us are worthy in our flesh to approach God. But Rome, but John 4:24 says God is a spirit. And that to worship him, we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. If you come before him in spirit and you talk, start talking about how unworthy and ungodly you are, then you're wrong because your spirit isn't ungodly. Your spirit is brand new. Ephesians 4.24 Put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. In your spirit, you are righteous. And you are truly holy. And so if you are approaching God and saying, Oh God, I'm so unworthy. Oh God, I failed again. You're approaching him in the flesh. And I'm not saying that you are perfect in your flesh. You are unrighteous at our best. It says here in Romans chapter 8. Verse 8, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. In our flesh there dwells no good things. Romans chapter 7. And in verse 18, if you are just talking about who you are in your physical, natural self, and in your mental, emotional part, then I agree. You aren't worthy. I'm not worthy. But we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And in my spirit, I am worthy. 
Naya atetuteke dua okumusinza mumoyo ne mazima. Atenga mumoyo gwange ntukiride. I got born again and I am now the righteousness of God and so are you if you are born again. Unze nalokoka eranze mutukirivu wakatonda naye bwotyo bwoli wobanga walokoka. So if you are approaching him naming all of your failures and stuff. Nwecho kati wobanga ojajali nga oli mukuogere byo nabe nabe walemererwa nebe byo nabe nebe kusobyeko. You were in the flesh. Chitegeza anti oba mubiri. You cannot please God. You can't really connect with God. You are going to have to quit approaching him in the flesh and come before him in spirit. And in truth and in the spirit, there is no condemnation. Towards you. There is no condemnation. Instead of approaching God saying, Oh God, I'm so unworthy. I come before I'm so humble. Oh God, I failed. Instead of that, Approach him in the spirit. Say, Father, thank you that even though my flesh isn't everything it should be. Thank you that I am born again, that you have made me a new person. And instead of talking about your ungodliness, talk about his great mercy and love. I'm telling you, there's not very many people that live what I'm talking about. And it's a lot of it's because there's no model for this, even in church. Even in church, most people are preaching the law. And preaching that the Lord is upset with you and that God is going to condemn you. God is displeased. I was actually in a church service one time where a guy got up and gave a prophecy and says, God is angry. God is mad. <laughs> and you know what? I got up right after him and I said, that prophecy is not from God. Because God's wrath has been appeased through Jesus. And yet most churches today are teaching just the opposite. And so the average Christian is living in condemnation. And God is not angry at you. He's not even in a bad mood. But the Bible says, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation, absolute negative. Of 
unqualified negative, zilch, zero, nada, condemnation. Tevali yuko kantuko na, tevali yuko musango yade ira yade. From God towards you if you have been born again. O musango guva, o kusadiru musango kuveri katonda, o kuja jori gwe wabanga walokoka. Man, that's good news. Kangame niti bananga gomauli de marunji. That's nearly too good to be true news. The average Christian today lives with sin consciousness. And a condemnation. It's not that they doubt God that he has the ability. They doubt his willingness. To use his ability on their behalf because they live in condemnation. But faith is what pleases God, not your performance. Faith will influence your performance. If you're truly walking with God, it will affect the way you live. And I am not saying that this is just, you know, your excuse to go live in sin. That's not what I'm saying at all, but I am saying that it is not your performance. That God is looking at, he's looking at your heart. And you are completely his workmanship. You were created in him and God is pleased with you because of what Jesus did, because of who you are in Christ, not because of your actions. And the average Christian doesn't understand this and so they live with a feeling of that God is at best tolerating them. But they don't really understand the love of God. They won't let God's love manifest in their life because their own heart is condemning them. You know, I was ministering in St. Joseph, Missouri St. Joseph, Missouri. And this has been 30-something years ago. And I was in a church there that probably had uh, it was the early service, and they probably had four to five hundred people at the early service. And I just got up and I said, How many of you want to please God? more than anything else. And every hand in the place went up. At four or five hundred people says, I want to please God more than anything else. And I 
And then I said, all right, now I want you to be honest. How many of you please God? Katinemba gamba katibane njagana mubere ngamuliba mazima. Kumu mwena ani asanyusa katonda. And out of four or five hundred people, there were two hands that went up. And one was a little girl that was less than ten years old, and the other one was a boy about twelve years old. Two children. Out of four or five hundred people said that they actually pleased God. And yet they all said that it was their desire to please God. Now can you understand that if this is your desire and yet you are constantly feeling like I don't do it, well, then that's just condemnation. You are living a life of feeling unworthy and like you aren't measuring up. And then I began to teach on Hebrews 11, 6. Faith is what pleases God. How many of you are in faith? How many of you put faith in Jesus? And everybody's hand went up, and you know, all of a sudden it changed things. But see, most people don't relate to God based on faith in what Jesus has done. They relate to God based on their own performance. And because of it, they feel condemned. But there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Verse 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Katibalumi munana bili agamanti kubange teke eriyomoyo gwobulamu mu Kristu Yesu. Liyamfulo wedembe nerinzi jamu teka eriyechibi neriyokufa. You know I dealt with this over in Romans chapter 6. Omanjishinu nachogeddeko mubarumi mukaga where it says in verse 7 he that is dead is freed from sin. We ewagamba na oromu samvu ewagamba antino kubanga afude ngatacha afugibwa chibi. It didn't say you are free. It says you've been freed. Tagamba antino ofuli dua. Wabula agamba antino ofuli bua. There's a difference between being freed, F-R-E-E-D, and being free. Waluwa nja ulo ya manji nyo okubanga wafuli bua no kubanga oliwa dembe. You know, the slaves were freed by Abraham Lincoln with the Emancipation Proclamation. President Lincoln, 
BUT MANY OF THEM STILL OPERATED AS SLAVES FOR UP TO A YEAR OR MORE BECAUSE THEIR MASTERS HID THIS INFORMATION FROM THEM. Nehati munanga basinga basigala badungera batambulira mu buddu kubanga abali bakama babwe baba kweka muliregano agomukulembezo kubafula abedembe and they still lived in slavery but they had been freed nuwecho basigalanga batambulira mu buddu chokanga ate bafuli wabadembe but they weren't free nengate mu buliwo tebali badembe because they didn't know the truth. Likewise, Christians have been freed. But not every Christian is free. Matter of fact, I could even say that the vast majority of Christians are still living under guilt and condemnation because they don't understand. That we have come out from under the law. As it said over here in Romans. Chapter, where is this? Romans chapter 7, in verse 6, we are delivered. From the law. They don't know that they've been delivered from the law. They still believe that they've got to perform and do all of these things or God won't love them and won't answer their prayers. And because of it, there are people that are still living under the condemnation and the guilt of the law. Romans or excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter three, verse nine says agamba that the law was a ministry of condemnation. The law is where condemnation comes from. If you are feeling condemned, unfit for use, you know that God has the power, but you aren't sure He's going to release it in your life. That's condemnation, and it comes because you have a law mentality. But if you understood, that it's not your flesh, it's not what you have done for the Lord, it's what He's done for you, then the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus would make you free from the law of sin and death. What's the law of sin and death? That's what the law taught, that if you sin, you get death, punishment, rejection, rather than blessing. You could say it this way, that the law of sin and death was Deuteronomy chapter 
verses 1 through 14. That's the blessing, verses 15 through 68. Those are the curses. And the law of sin and death is that if you sin, you get verses 15 through 68, all of the curses and not the blessings. This is what it's talking about. It's the law of sin and death. And I used this the other day, but a law is something that's universal. It's something that's consistent. It never fluctuates. It's steady. It's always like this. And if you are under condemnation, then you are every time you sin, which is often. Sin is not only breaking the big ten. But Romans 14:23 says whatsoever is not a faith is sin. And so if you aren't in faith, if you get into fear, if you get into discouragement, if you just aren't always on top and praising God, that's sin. You're missing the mark. And we constantly are failing in some area. And if you are feeling condemned and unfit for use for that, well, then you haven't moved into the truth true gospel, you are still basing your relationship with God based on your performance. And that's not right. Once you start basing it upon the Lord, well, then this law of... The spirit of life in Christ Jesus will set you free from this law. Of sin and death, the law of sin and punishment, the law of sin. And I'm going to be cursed because of it. The law, because I've sinned, God won't answer my prayer. You'll be set free from that. Man, that is, that is awesome. What I've said right here is so simple, you got to have somebody to help you to misunderstand it. Banga 
And yet the average person today, this is just off the charts. Out of the realm of possibility to the average Christian. Man, they live under this law of sin and death. And that is wrong. You just, you've been freed. But you aren't free. And in verse 3 it says, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, Talking about through your flesh. We talked about this in Romans chapter 7, but there was nothing wrong with the law. The law was perfect. The law is a perfect standard. I am not against the law. It is 100% God. It is perfect, but the problem with the law wasn't the law, it was me. I'm imperfect. I cannot live up to a perfect standard. And so therefore I was just doomed, destined to the curse and the punishment that came by the law. Because I couldn't keep it. And you don't, you know, if you keep 90% of the law, you don't get 90% of the blessing. If you do 90%, you get zero. You got to make 100 on this test. To get any benefit, if you make 99.99, you don't get anything. You fail. And see, the law was perfect, but I was imperfect. So, Webale kuuliza programu ya fe ya Gospel Truth tukiliza anti oweredwa nnyo mukisa okuyita mukusomesebwa kuno obango yagala tusabeko nawe oboli na ekibuzo chonna oboli no bujulizi kwecho katonda kyakozo okuyita ku programu eno tukubireko ku namba za simu zino wa manga 0200-330-000 Ngambie, eri 0200-330-000 Oba, 0 musanvu musanvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano nsanvu Ngambie, 0 musanvu musanvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano nsanvu Kuroku wakala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli Tuogiro mkisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana, ila tuogere ukonye zewa, mulinyari ya mkama fe yesu, uwele duanyo umkisa.